Snack Harrigan's production. What's the name of Uncle Poochie's podcast? Uh, six Feet Under. Six Feet Under podcast. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever this message reaches you, listening to another episode of the Six Feet Under podcast, I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Poochie. What's good, everybody? What's going on? What's happening? What's cracking? What's smacking? What's back? What's going on? What's going on? Popping? What's going on? Cool. How you doing? What's good, man? This is the Six Feet on the Podcast. Before I forget, before I forget, please let me remind you to like, subscribe, share, rate the podcast. Um, if you could do that for me, great. If you cannot, no problem. I ain't tripping. Um, you just a player hater, but that's cool because all we talking about this week is players. Sorry, man, that this episode's coming a little bit later sorry the episodes don't drop at uh, midnight anymore sorry i have a fucking life so if you're ever sitting around thinking damn p what happened to the episodes p why the episodes so late p what the episodes of that p well they're coming i'm coming we're coming together but nah man thank you for rocking with me thank you for coming back to the uh, six Runner podcast if you're new to the show uh, welcome back. Welcome back. Hey, you. Hey, um, this is the Six Feet Under podcast. And right now, you're not really listening to a podcast. You're sitting down at the dinner table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Set the scene. 3,000 degrees. I ain't worried about them fucking things over there, but they worry about me. That's a bar. If you don't know who that is, you're too young to talk to me. Anyways, man, yeah, you're back to the Six Feet Under podcast. I, Uncle Puche, am sitting down. We are sitting at the dinner table. We're about to break some bread. You know what I'm saying? We're about to talk. You know what I'm saying? We just got through eating a delectable meal. And after we got through eating a delectable meal, we said, hey, we need to chat. And we said, hey, we need to holler at Unk. So you holler at Unk and, you know, I'm about to give you some advice. And you probably think to yourself, what type of advice Unk can give me? Well, let me tell you something, my friends. You're not here because you want the best advice. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> You're here because you want the realest advice. Thank you so very much, Tia Adams. I appreciate you, sister. I just want to take a moment. Oh, before I get into it, Frank, sit your ass down. I just want to take a moment and shout out Natasha's soul. She is one of the purest souls I've ever met in my life. Natasha's soul is a very, very good woman, man. I'm not even going to hold you. Like, I'm not just gassing her just to gas her. But there's people who are behind the scenes, and Natasha Soul is one of them. And uh, she's going to be on my show on Thursday. And one thing I like about Natasha Soul is I consider myself Kobe Bryant-esque. You know what I'm saying? I consider myself Kobe on the court. Yeah, that's how I feel about myself. If you don't feel that way about yourself, tough titty. But anyways, I consider myself like Kobe on the court. But here's the thing about being Kobe. He's not going to win you the game by himself. I mean, realistically, he could, but he's going to win you the game, but he ain't going to win the championship. And that's me. I'm going to win you the game. I will get you in the building. I will win you the game. But will I get you that championship ring by myself? Nope. I will not. And that's when Derek Fisher comes into play. People like Derek Fisher are needed because people like Natasha Soul are the people who go and they're, they're, they're like the sound. They're like the, the nameless heroes you know what i'm saying deal with the venting the bitching you know the craving shout outs to her dog she makes me look so good on the internet the website her and my man's uh, uh pablo created shout outs to him obviously the ceo of, of us our Kerrigans. um but yeah i just wanted to take a moment to give natasha her roses um i feel like sometimes in my head i forget to shout out tia uh aka uh, natasha and um not on purpose i don't, I don't do it on purpose but because Tia is such a um, quiet soldier, I guess you could say. You you tend to forget about it, but she does her job really well. And if you're wondering why the hell am I ranting about her, 
is because something she recently did made me inspired by this episode. And um, if you guys are loving this week's uh, little transition, talking about players, uh, let me know, man. I appreciate that. Give me a little bit of feedback, dog. The DMs have been a little bit low lately um, on some feedback from y'all, but I have been busy, you know, moving to L.A. It's made me a busy man. And then, you know, I'm going to some special 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 sauce special sauce coming up for y'all next week <laughs> some special sauce but no i got some uh I got some good shit coming up for y'all next week and y'all gonna love that shit you gonna love that shit be but anyways um i talked to you guys yesterday about how to be a player i told you how i was introduced introduced <laughs> introduced introduced to the player lifestyle i told you guys about how i um thoroughly Felt from a young age, love from a woman or love for a woman. Let me say that I really enjoyed the um, attention that I got from said young lady. Therefore, I wanted it. And I must say the attention I got from her, June was like, back up, move, get away from me. And that wasn't always the attention. She was super nice to me. Shout outs to her. I won't say her name because I'm pretty sure she's married now. She was a great woman. Oh, well, but she was a good little girl. I can tell you that. And that sounds really creepy. Pause that. No, no, uh, no baping going up over here. But feel me? Um, No, it was one of those things where that young lady really made me feel some way inside at the time. And I was like, yo, I, I, I like this feeling. So I always knew I had some emotional attraction to women um and physical attraction obviously you know she's cute you know she had uh what i used to call uh, uh brandy braids back in the day you know if y'all remember them braids that all the black girls had back in the day in the 90s she had them and i remember my mama asking me one time this is so vivid i was taking this picture i remember i had to take a picture remember your mom used to take you to go get photos done and uh, my mama took me to go get these photos done with my little brother. My little brother was a rambunctious little motherfucker when we were kids. Like, gosh, the little motherfucker would not sit down. And granted, looking back on it, I'm pretty sure my son will be the same way. But, you know, you seven, eight years old. It's like, all right, bro, like, chill. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, but he's a little kid. So that's what it is. But anyways, so me and my brother are trying to take these photos. My brother won't get right you won't act right i don't i don't know what my brother's doing my brother's just being himself and i'm like eight so you know my patience is very thin when it comes to my little brother's antics so i remember my mother's like yo smile and i'm like giving like a half-hearted smile and the photographer's like hey young man over here smile smile and she's like talking to me i'm like bitch i ain't no little ass kid like i'm eight by the way <laughs> i ain't no little ass kid and I'm like, I bet, like, I like smile. And you could, my mother could still tell the attitude in my face. And my mother looks at me and she says the girl's name. And my face instantly brights. It just shoots up. She says her name. Boom. I instantly smile. And I'm like, mm -hmm. and then the lady, I remember the photographer. It was so funny. The photographer, she laughed. And she said, oh, seems like that did the trick for you. Who is this blank? And obviously I wasn't finna say who she was. And my mother probably turned around and was like, oh, it's this little girl he has a really big crush on at school. Like he's always talking about her. Cause that's one thing about me. If I really care about something, I like it. I'm gonna talk about it a lot. So I was probably like always talking about her or whatever, whatever at one point. Because I remember, I, <laughs> I remember my mother asking me like in front of like my aunts and stuff. She was like, what does blah, blah, blah look like? And I'm like, uh, she got stupid braids. And I said that because at the time, because I'm eight, um, 
And by the way, if I'm eight, that means I've been having a crush on this girl since I was five because we met in kindergarten. She was like the love of my life. Um, I've been in love with her for three years at that point. Um, and I just didn't know how to express my feelings. So I, I said it was stupid. When I, and I really, really, really should have been learning about my feelings. But again, I'm eight. So fast forward, man. I already told y'all what it was, but it ain't. Um, uh, I already told y'all how uh, we, being me, um, had became a player. I told you what uh, I did in my head was right at the time. So I'm going to tell you about the time, boom, when I finally got to become Z player. <laughs> so <clears throat> you've been rocking with me for a while. You already know what's good. If you haven't, then you don't know what's good. But ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. I'm going to tell you a little story. You want to hear my story? Of course you do. That's why you're here. So yeah, dog, dig this. If you've been listening to Six Me on the Podcast since the origin, you're a long-time listener, you would know that I did a whole episode about this before. I may just redrop it just so you guys can hear me and all my ignorance, because I haven't listened to the episode since I posted it. But I talked about how at one point, your uncle had, I think I said four girlfriends. I think that's what I said. I could have said five. I generally always just rounded out five. I'm like, I had five girlfriends at one point. And looking back on it, when I made that episode now, years ago, two years now, um, <clears throat> when I made that episode, I never thought it through. Because back then when I was potting, I never really thought that this would become a thing that I'd make a career out of. Honestly, I told you, I started this as a hobby. Um, due to the fact that me and my my ex-wife broke up, we had got divorced, broke up. <laughs> we weren't actually figured to be married. That's why I say broke up, got a divorce. So once me and her kicked the bucket, I just, I finally felt this need to express myself. So I made episodes, which were the rawest episodes of my life. And maybe I'll go back and re-release these shits and y'all can hear them. But anyways, I talked about my girlfriends and uh, how <laughs> it was you know, stressful being basically a, a man whore. And, uh, you know, never thought about it. Never thought about the impact. Never thought about my um, my um, issues. I just did it. I just did it right. I didn't even think I was telling my business. You know, once my mother gave me the green light to just, hey, you know, pooch, be yourself. I was like, oh, okay. I'm going to be myself. Sometimes not to the best interest of others. But anyways, <clears throat> fast forward. After I did that episode, me and one of the young ladies that I was uh, seeing during that time period of uh, which I had multiple girlfriends, but she did not know. Um, she and I, I guess you could say rekindled, you know, some type of connection. And it was really funny because she'd asked me, yo, Pooch, what you been up to? I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm just out here doing this podcasting thing now. She like, you're a podcaster? What's next? You want to be a TikToker? And I was like, oh, you got jokes. When are you going to let me have sex with you again? It's literally what I said. And then she said, ha, ha, ha. What are you doing in two weeks? <laughs> nah, that's not what she said. But anyways, um, so um, fast forward. Me and her talking. And she asked me about my podcast. And I'm like, yo, I did an episode about you. And she's like, really? And, you know, in my head, so much time has passed. I mean, she's, I think she was engaged and got unengaged disengaged or whatever the fuck that term is she like lived with a nigga temporarily i myself got married signed a lease with someone left 
got left. You know, all this shit has passed. It's, it's been like maybe a smooth four five years. I can't remember at the time. So I'm thinking to myself, like, this shit dead in the water. Like, it's, it's dead in the water. You know, I'm not even thinking about resurfacing old feelings. So I tell her, I say, hey, yo, I did an episode and you're, it, it's about you. And she's like, what is it about? And I'm like, listen, listen to it. Please don't get mad at me. Never did I think to myself, wow, this young lady is about to listen to an audio recording of a person she previously dated and how he is talking about how he previously dated other women at the same time of dating her, which in essence means it assures her that I was a dog, I wasn't shit, and I was having sex with other women while having sex with her. This is all being assured to her. She's now being reassured this. And I can only imagine what was going back in her head as she listened to all this. And if you're at 12 minutes, you're thinking, Pooch, what has this got to do with being a player? I'm going to tell you. We're going to get there. So <clears throat> fast forward, we finally link. She ends up telling me, yeah, I listen to your little punk ass podcast, man. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why are you being so hostile? What's up, baby? She's like, yeah, Pooch, I listened to it and I sent it to my girls. I said, whoa, what did they think? I'm like, I'm feeling like a superstar. What did they think? She's like, they think you're full of shit. They think you're full of shit. They think you're an asshole, and they think they knew you were nothing but a dog the whole time. And I said, wow, they knew all that about me before I knew myself. <laughs> I mean, because I could have sworn to you guys, I was not any of those things. I was just a motherfucker living his life. And it's just one of those crazy things, man, when I looked at it, when I look at it, and I'm like, wow, that's crazy, man. Because she was right. Being a player, being um, a person who dates multiple women but does not tell them the truth about the other women has to be the biggest cowardly punk bitch ass thing you can do. You see, what you punk ass men don't understand is, is that when you lie to these women, what you in essence do is fuck it up for men like me who no longer lie to these women. I have nothing to lie to women about now. Nothing. My lifestyle is my lifestyle. What I do is what I do. Where I do it is where I do it. How I do it is how it gets down. Now, I have no right and no rhyme to reason to get mad at you for whatever you do, however you do it, and whenever you do it. But the way I see it in life now is when we in this room together, and that means any room, bedroom, office room, mall room, whatever fucking room we in, we are here and you are the one I am focusing on. Once we leave here, I take my mind and my body with me. Not saying I don't think about you. Not saying that you aren't on my mind. Not saying that I don't care about you. But if you think I'm going to get back to the days of which I was and previously in my life, when I worried about what my significant other did when they left the door, oh, you are so <laughs> barking up the wrong tree right now, honey. You feel me? Because when it all boils down to it, I can only control my controllables. Stop lying to these fucking women, man. When I was dating those multiple women, I was a bitch boy. Old punk ass dude, scared to answer his phone, doing all this other crazy shit. Looking back on it, that was one of the shorties that was in the group, that was in the little, the little conundrum. And she knew the whole gist, and she never got mad. Never. Now, who's to say these other women would have been cool with it? I don't know, but I didn't give them the choice. I didn't give them the choice. I made them all believe that they were the one for me. And, you know, that's just bullshit, bro. 
Because what I ended up realizing is when you come down to being a player, what you really are doing is just prolonging the inevitable, which is a lonely as life. I won't say, I won't hint, I won't even give a rhyme or reason into which what I believe to be true and what is actually true. But what I will say is this, is that out of all five of those women that I dated, I really only wanted to be with maybe one or two of them. And I know the answer to that. I actually wanted to be with two of them. But because I couldn't get my head out the fucking clouds and get my shit together and, you know, figure the things out, they left. They left. For men who said, okay, I'll focus only on you. But no, nah, I couldn't figure that. I'm a play, I'm a play, I'm a pimp, I'm a play, I'm a play, I'm a Mac. Hmm. Nah, what I was was emotionally unavailable and mentally immature. Emotionally unavailable and mentally immature. And I'm not saying I was emotionally unavailable and mentally immature because I wanted to sleep with multiple women. No, I was emotionally unavailable and mentally immature because I wasn't taking accountability for my fucking actions. You can have multiple partners. You can sleep with multiple people You on men and women's both sides. You can do that. I'm not saying you can't. You can do whatever the fuck you want. But understand, this all comes with a price. All of it. Being with one person comes with a price. Being with multiple people comes with a price. There's good sides to both of those things. And let me tell you, I've been on both sides, so there's bad sides to both of those things. Fucking soul ties and fucking bullshit within me, these memories, these fucking issues. Luckily, nothing medical ever got wrong with me, but these emotional attachments, detachments, roller coasters I went on with motherfucking women because I could not find the, the truth within myself. It was bullshit, dog. All this shit was bullshit. I should have been grown enough to handle that, but I wasn't. So yeah, I had five girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. And for every one of those women that I lied to, every one of those women that I probably emotionally manipulated in some way, every one of those women that I verbally got at in an inappropriate way, I won't say I verbally abused anybody because so, don't ever get that twisted. I, and if you sit on that throne, then you die on it because I ain't never verbally abused nobody. I ain't never said nothing to nobody that they didn't say something to me about. That ain't even my style, baby. I don't even go out to attack people. That's evil. never been what I do. But for all of that, my name is Pooch. Every dog has his day. Every dog. Finally got with the fifth and last one. And this will probably be one of the last times tomorrow when I talk about this. No promises, though. But I finally got the fifth and last one. And um, again, if you guys have been following me for a very long time, then you know who the fifth and last one was. You're familiar with her. You know what ended up happening with her. You know how I ended up starting all of this was because of her and my relationship with her and what she awakened within me. Because that's the thing I found out about women, dog. They awaken things in you. 
they 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 like when you care about them there's like this primal innate ability to want to protect them and be with them and be around them and hold them and kiss their scars and tell them it's all okay like i i i told y'all this before i love the idea of love i love love i love me some love i just hate the way love makes me look love makes me feel stupid look stupid act stupid I've done a lot of dumb shit in the name of love. But that was what needed to be done. Having five girlfriends was probably one of, if not the dumbest things, one of the biggest wasted times I've ever had in my life. Because and I'll say this person's name because I know he doesn't listen. And if he's alive, man, God rest his soul. But uh, there's a good chance he's not, man. He was he was um, he was a certified. I won't say where he was from, but he was a certified one, bro. He was a real, real, real street dude, thorough through and through. Really funny guy. A lot of street dudes are funny, but he was really, really street. And um, you know, he'd already been shot, I think, twice, three times. So, I, I mean, if Stanley, if you're still alive, bro, like, shout outs to you. Stanley Johnson, OG Stanley Johnson. I won't say what block he was from, but because that, that, nah, we're not going to say that. But uh, Stanley was a cool nigga, man. Um, he, he peeped me. He peeped, he peeped me back when I was 19 years old. And um, he said, you know, Pooch, man, you got a good head on your shoulders, dog. You're heading in the right direction. It's, can't do one episode without some bullshit, huh? Sorry, guys. Um, he just let me know. He was like, "Yo, fam, Pooch, you you just you stay focused. You stay focused on the shit you got ahead. Keep going to school and balling." Cause Stanley, <clears throat> he and I met. I was in junior college, nineteen years old. He was 27 or 28 in junior college. Not wrong. But think about that. That's how, what age I am now. So if you're 28 hanging around a bunch of 19-year-olds and they're on the same playing field as you, well, you start to look at your life and you're like, wow, I need to get my shit together. And I really feel bad, man, because I never knew what happened to Stanley. Um, he did really well uh, balling the first year. And then the second year, he just quit. A lot of cats would do that. They would just they would either go to jail or, you know, something would happen and somebody would violate something. And, and sorry, man, L.A. motherfucking traffic. But, yeah, it, it would just be a thing that that would happen. And, uh, yeah, he was right, man. He, he, you know, as he told me, dog, like, just stay focused, dog. Stay focused. Stay focused. Because, as he said, you know, <laughs> he, as he told me, you know, if I had... Yo, fortitude, if I had your mind, bro, I'd be a millionaire. But instead, I was fucking around. I was out here in these streets. I was out here in these streets making kids and shit, getting shot at. You know? And I really hope he's still alive. I really do, because I think about him every single day with that, that advice, like, damn. Because I did exactly the opposite of what he told me to do. As soon as the first thing didn't go right for me in college, the first place I ran to was the streets and the women. I got five girlfriends. 
I'm a cool motherfucker. I'm a real motherfucker. <sighs> yep, I'm real. Real, real stupid. This is Sarkarigans.